Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older, and our guest today is all about doing just that. Kim Hancher's aim is to help you make the feisty side of 50 one of the most stylish, chic, and fun stages of your life. She's a style coach who teaches women how to dress for our body type, create our own unique look, and curate a capsule wardrobe so that we feel confident doing something we do each and every day, and that, of course, is getting dressed. But boy, I have some issues around that. I'm so excited to have you on the show, Kim, and I'm looking forward to your sharing your knowledge and wonderful tips with us. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I actually am going to start, not a downer, but like we'll just call it the elephant in the room. And that is, of course, uh, that older women have been labeled everything from invisible to frumpy and et cetera, et cetera. And those are not exactly flattering descriptions. But you are here to help us change all of that. And so why did you, I know you mainly focus, not again exclusively, but uh, a lot of your, your work on women in our 50s. And what led you to choose this age group in our 50s and beyond? I have to put the beyond because I'm beyond. So. Yes, yes. Um, well, I, uh, I, I, I am one of those. I am, I'm 50 and beyond as well. So, uh, but I was having kind of a, a midlife style crisis and just trying to figure out, you know, where do I fit in? Because when you look at oh, these bloggers and, you know, the thing, the stuff that's out there, they want – 50-year-olds to dress like 21-year-olds or 30-year-olds to be stylish. And I that didn't feel right. And then some of the other stuff was super frumpy and um, just matronly. And that's okay if that's the look you want. But I didn't want that. So I knew that there was something in between. And I knew that there was a lot of women that felt the same way. And there's it's a little bit of a, a desert for us, you know, over 50-year-olds in terms of guidance on style. So I decided to uh, target that that age range, and it's been great. Well, and it's such a, I mean, like, you know, you found the hole and you're filling the hole because, like you said, yeah. there's a little bit of a desert or whatever, however you want to put it. But then uh, there's so many of us boomers that uh, are, you know, are not ready to throw in the uh, style towel at this point. So it's great that you focus on us and help us with all of these issues that we might be having. And I know one of the kind of tenets of your work is like focusing on a a capsule wardrobe. I wasn't quite sure what that is. Um, I looked on your website, and I know you've got a lot of information there, but why don't you tell us a little bit about what is a capsule wardrobe and how you work with clients to help us create those for ourselves? Sure. So um, the term was actually created in the 70s by a boutique owner in London, and it is um, her definition is a timeless classic set of skirts, pants, and blouses that never go out of style. So something you can wear over and over again. So it's sort of morphed since then, and there's a whole, you know, millennial, not millennial, (laughs) minimalist movement that has kind of taken that on as their own, and it's, you know, 33 items are are classified as a capsule wardrobe. I define it as a curated set of clothes that all work together. 
And the reason I start my clients off with this is often they come to me and they don't, they're feeling lost. They don't really know what to do or what to wear. They want to look better, but they don't want to put a lot of time, energy, and effort into it. So by boiling it down to kind of these basics and creating a capsule where everything works, it takes all the guesswork out. It takes, you save time, you save money, and, of course, energy, because you know that everything in there goes with everything else. And a key piece to the whole capsule thing is it's really a way to organize your closet and your wardrobe. You can have more than one capsule, because that's what a lot of people, the, 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 um, is, well, I don't want to be limited. You don't have to be. You can create multiple capsules. It's just a way to organize your clothes and your wardrobe so it's easier to get dressed and to look good. Wow, that's such a great idea. So you could have, say, like a capsule wardrobe in a certain, you know, certain colors or styles or whatever, and then you could have another one where you, again, you're not limiting yourself, but you you know that if you reach within that capsule in your closet, uh, you're going to look really good that day, and it doesn't take all that, like you say, it takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. Exactly, and the key to all of it is there's these these eight essential pieces that that I always have my clients start with, and um, oftentimes you have those pieces already in your wardrobe, so you can start you know right away. Um, so you you find those key elements, and then 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 we kind of go from there. Um, and those key elements, those key pieces, go from capsule to capsule. So. You don't have to recreate everything. It's just the additional pieces that, um, that, that, that you change up. So it can be, you know, your spring one, your summer one, your vacation one, your work one, your going out on date nights and with the ladies and all of those sorts of things. That is such a great idea. I really like that. Well, the other thing, too, is, again, and I do not think I am speaking for only for myself at my age, a lot of us mature women have things in our closet we look at and we go, oh, my gosh, this is 30 years old, whatever. Maybe I no longer need it in here. Uh, and, too, if you're kind of arranging your closet according to your, you know, your capsule uh premise uh how do you go about you know kind of going through some of these things cleaning out the closet and doing so in a way that is not going to be so onerous that will put it off forever right i that and that's a big piece of um a, a big part of saturday cleaning out my closet i just you know i don't and i get it so what i um have my clients do is uh Isolate the group of clothes that are kind of in season right now. So, for example, it's, it's summer right now. So you would get your spring-summer clothes. You would put them in one section of your closet, and that's what you're dressing from for the next couple mm-hmm. of weeks. This takes a couple of weeks. And um, every time you wear an item, after you wash it or just return it to the closet, you're going to hang the hanger backwards. Okay? So once you hang the hanger backwards, that's a signal that that item is off limits. With folding items, things that are folded, you know, jeans and sweaters and things, although we're not wearing sweaters, T-shirts, things like that right now. You get a folder, um, and everything you wear that's off limits goes under the folder. So everything under the folder is off limits on top is is fair game. And so then it puts – this is going to do a couple of things. So we wear 20% of our clothes 80% of the time. 
So yeah. this is going to get you out of that habit of wearing those same things over and over again. This is going to force you to wear that floral blouse with a different pair of pants because those pants are now on the backwards hanger and you can't touch them. So you're going to find some new outfits. You're going to find some new gems. So that's the, you know, that's um, beneficial as well. And then you're going to find the items that you keep avoiding. Like, I don't, mm, not going to wear that. Mm. And you're avoiding it because either you no longer like it, it doesn't work with anything else in your wardrobe. Um, so those are the things that at the end you're going to know I just need to get rid of these. And then along the way, you're going to put on a blouse that you've kind of forgotten was in there. It's not going to fit. So you're going to have a bag in there. You're going to drop it in the donation bag. And, you know, once you're through everything, you can take your stuff to the to Goodwill or Salvation Army, wherever you donate, and be done with it. And it'll take a couple of weeks, and you'll come out with some new outfits. You'll have found gems, and you're going to get rid of the duds. I love that, Kim. That is such a cool way and very unpainful, so to speak. I mean, what a great idea. It's so simple. Okay, so you wear something, you put the hanger back, you know, backwards, so then again, you can't wear that until you're kind of through things. And then I I bet people do find things that they had no idea they had way back buried in the back of the closet. Yeah, all the time. And it's either like a gem or a dud. And you just, if it's a dud, you get rid of it. It's a gem, you're stoked because you have this new blouse, pants, skirt that you forgot about. And, and now you have, you know, a new item that you can wear with your white T-shirt that you always, you know, that just needs to be spiced up. So. Oh. Uh, well, that is, you've already batted out of the park on that one, Kim. I think that's great. <laughs> well, another thing I want to ask you, I know you talk about our unique style and discovering that. How do we do that? I mean, are you have any hints for helping us figure out, you know, how we can make our style unique? Yeah. So um, I work with my one-on-one clients all the time on style concepts, and style concepts are really just kind of, um, I, have t- I have about 10 of them, and they are kind of tricks of the trade, ways to wear your clothes so they look best and how to, you know, how to understand how to put things together. Um, and I find that once my clients kind of master these, they, um, they really start to create their own style because they get more and more confident. They take bigger and bigger risks because they kind of understand the premise of how to put together an outfit. And then they can create their own, like no influencers needed. They know what looks, what they want, what they like, how to wear it, and then they start to create their own style. So an example of a couple of the, um, of the style concepts, one of them is white space. So in any good design or piece of art, there's always white space. And so I tell my clients to treat their outfits as their design for the day, their work of art, and to create some white space. And uh, in an outfit, white space is our skin. So, for example, if you put on an Oxford and a pair of jeans, you're going to want to roll your, your shirt up. You're going to want to undo a button to just show a little bit of your white space. And so what this does is this just kind of breaks up the, you know, the material that's covering your body, and it just makes it more interesting. It's definitely a, usually a more relaxed look. Um, but it's still intentional. It doesn't, it's not sloppy. It's not, you know, it, it looks intentional. Like I'm rolling this up because I'm, I'm creating a look. Um, 
Another one that's, that's easy to do today is we talk a lot about feelings. And um, I talk about it from a couple of different, uh, in a def- couple of different ways. But one of them is, how do you want your clothes to make you feel? So I always have my clients come up with a word or two of how they want to feel when they get dressed. And this is important because clothes do, clothes have feelings. Or clothes don't have feelings. They give us feelings. And so it's important that we understand the feelings that we want to have when we put our clothes on because we can't change the feeling that something gives you. So if you have a blouse that just always makes you feel frumpy for whatever reason, we can't change that. We can try, you know, tweak it with some of our style concepts, but usually that doesn't work, and that blouse still makes you feel frumpy. It needs to go. If frumpy is not the feeling you're going for, then out it goes, and then be done with it. So there's, um, you know, like I said, I have about 10 of them, and they, um, some of them are conceptual, like the feelings, and some of them are, you know, tangible like, you know, create some white space. I think both of those are just super ideas. I never even thought about the white space side of things, but the feeling side, yeah, I've for many, you know, you wear something and it just does not make you feel attractive or whatever. And, you know, if you give it to somebody else, it might make them feel great, you know. So it's kind of a win-win to get rid of those things. And and I know a lot of us hold on to something because we bought it and it was too expensive and we wore it once and then we feel guilty and all. But really it's so much better feeling-wise and every other way to uh, give it to somebody else who can really appreciate it. Someone else will love it. It will feel different to someone else. And maybe someone that gave it to you kind of passed that feeling along to you. You know, if it was, you know, there's all kinds of weird emotions. And I see it all the time. I'm part stylist, part therapist. You know, this stuff (laughs) comes up for people around clothes because we have there's so much feeling in um, the way we get dressed, the way we present ourselves to the world every day. It's a big deal. And sometimes we squash it and we push it down and, and we don't allow ourselves to feel those feelings. But once you kind of get into it and start exploring and, and, and trying to dress in a way that feels authentic to you, this stuff comes up. I see it all the time. Well, and I have to ask you, uh, what about color? I think color, especially for women, you know, who are aging, because we tend to pale a lot in a lot of ways. I think that's got to be a real uh, important element. Yes, 100%. So I am not a color specialist, but I, so the way we set up, and I, I didn't touch on this thoroughly, but the way we set up the capsule is we, we go through your closet, we find those eight elements. Um, of a capsule wardrobe, which are a little black dress, a black pencil skirt, blazer, white T-shirt, white Oxford, dark jeans, and uh, trench coat. And so you choose your neutral color, which is generally black, but a lot of times um, we do navy, olive, tan, whatever kind of neutral color you want for those Mm -hmm. essential items. And then we add color. So we choose two to three colors per capsule, and those colors all have to work together with each other, obviously. And then those, that's what you buy all of your ex- extra pants, T-shirts, shirts, blouses in those colors, and accessories as well in those colors, or a color that goes with all three colors so that we're, we're making sure that everything works together. Um, 
But I find a lot of women get stuck on choosing their color. Because just as you said, they're like, well, I just want to wear black, white, and gray. And if you truly want to wear that, that's okay. But um, I have them try and find a color that they love. And most women know exactly what that color is. They know it. And it's usually, you know, the color that they find most in their closet or most in their accessories or, or whatever. And go with that color. Even if they can't come up with two or three, start with one introduce that one color. Um, if people truly can't decide on a color, the um, uh, gem tones are the easiest color for most people for the you know for most people to wear. So we start with one of those, like a jewel tone, not a gem color. I just made up a, a term. A jewel tone. <laughs> and um, have them choose a jewel tone and and include incorporate that into their wardrobe. And usually that's you know, it's the gateway drug to color, right? And then <laughs> off they go. And then they can find a color or two that works. And then we've got the patterns and all of that stuff. And so that's kind of a safe start, a safe place to start. But I think color is is beautiful and it, it helps express who you are. And we should not shy away from it as we age by any stretch. Well, and talk about feeling. You know, if you you know if you dress with a pop of color, it usually you know it'll attract other people's eyes. You feel good about yourself. It's you know it's part of it too. But well, Kim, these are just such great tips. I want our listeners to know you have a fabulous website. I've been checking it out. Uh, also, a free capsule wardrobe guide and a newsletter. So please let our listeners know how they can sign up for your newsletter, download the guide, and get in touch with you because your service is something a lot of us are going to want to use. Yes, of course. So I am at Kim Hancher, H-A-N-C-H-E-R.com, and the freebie is um, KimHancher.com forward slash capsule wardrobe freebie. And if you go to the website, there's usually a pop-up. And then once you sign up for that, you're automatically in my newsletter. But if you don't, if you don't wish to do um, to get the freebie, you can scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and there's an option just to sign up for the newsletter. And then I send out um, my, you know, when I update my blogs, and I send out all my tips and tricks and and resources and um, you know all all the fun stuff that'll help keep you in style. Well, and that is something, you know, I think, too, uh, well, I guess throughout the year, but summer's kind of fun, and, you know, you want to feel good, and these are all such wonderful tips. Oh, Kim, I, I, before we go, though, I, I do want to ask you, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share on ways that uh, we mature women can embrace our age and look fabulous doing so? <laughs> yes, so I really, this is... I mean, if you can do one thing today, I would, I would focus on that feeling word. So I would focus on finding your feeling, like what you want your clothes to feel like in your, you know, whatever age you are, what you truly want, and go for it. And try and find clothes and items and accessories that help you feel that word. And, you know, I have a lot of clients who they want to hold on to their youth through their clothes through their accessories, through the way they're presenting to the world every day. And I think that's awesome. Talk about a natural way to, you know, an anti-aging process that's totally natural. Uh, you're just in the way you dress. 
you know, and so holding on to that feeling that you want to exude to the world, I think it's super important and it can change, it can change a lot. Well, Kim, in the vernacular of my youth, right on, sister. That sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much. You shared your time, your valuable information, all these super tips, and your enthusiasm uh, for helping us uh, mature gals. I will phrase it that way. Really, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, look forward to feeling great in everything we wear. So I urge all of you listeners out there, please do check out Kim's website, uh, com. She gives specific suggestions, great visual examples. I really like that part of it, too. And even more that's going to help you looking and feeling fantastic. So, uh, until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio saying I'll catch you later and keep those feelings going, feeling great. Thanks, Kim. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.